1: Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Welcome to the final interview episode of the year. And also welcome to the final stage of us having schlubby comedians. Because it's over. That stage is of our entertainment is over and it's all thanks to Kumail Nanjiani. He's an actor, a comedian who he, he wrote and starred in The Big Sick with his wife. He, he co-wrote that with his wife. And, and he was on Silicon Valley, yeah, that guy. That normal-looking guy. He is now super jacked. I don't know if you've seen his Instagram, but he looks like Chris Hemsworth or something like that. And that is hard to compute. And like, uh, if you haven't seen the pictures and you hear me say that, you're like, I can't picture that. And then you see the picture and you're like, I still can't picture this. What am I watching? (laughs) And it's him. Granted, he's in a Marvel movie coming out. And uh, they can afford the trainers and the nutritionists. We can't compare ourselves to that. But I'm still seeing it. And I'm still seeing him in my brain the way I was picturing him before <laughs> when somebody mentioned him. And I also see myself. And I see how different I look. And I, I, this isn't okay. It's not okay. He's ruined it all. And now I just want to eat cookies for breakfast. And I don't mean good cookies because it's a shame eating breakfast. I want the bad cookies. When I i don't know about you, but when I shame eat, it can't be good stuff. <laughs> it's got to be shameful. It's got to be stuff that is bad for me and also tastes bad so I can really take in the shame. I got to taste I got to taste the shame. And so it's got to be like the dry ass gas station cookies. You know, like it can't be can't be Oreos. I'd enjoy that. So thanks a lot, Camille. <laughs> and in all honesty, it, it was actually inspiring. It inspired me to, to go to the gym. So who knows? Maybe um, maybe I'll hit uh, uh, my my marks in the new year. Maybe in a year I will post the thirstiest of Instagram pictures. It'll just be me next to some dry-ass gas station cookies. The only reason it's thirsty is because I need milk for these cookies. All right, enough of that nonsense. Today's guest is wonderful. She's an actress, dancer, and improviser. Here's my chat with Anna New. Where are you from?
0: New Hampshire. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. I could see that, and I was kidding. I don't know anything about New Hampshire. <laughs>
0: no, nothing.
1: Uh, not really. I've never been, and I I don't know. that I've met anyone from there, so I don't know what the like.
0: What the life is like there?
1: Yeah, or like even the temperament or the type of people who come from there. Yeah. Are they like you, mild uh... mannered and sweet? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh... not see yourself as mild mannered and sweet?
0: I guess I don't like. I don't like
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> you do have. The more I get to know you, the more um, mischievous I realize you are. Thank you. Um, which is a compliment. Yeah. But um, it isn't. it just wasn't the first thing I noticed. The first thing I noticed was like, oh, she's so sweet. Because I'm quiet. Cause I yeah, have but small you're also voice. like real... Well, it's not just that. You're also like... The way you engage with people is really nice. It's like, you're, you seem like a really nice person. Thanks. <laughs> Do you... Does that... Are you one of those people that doesn't like compliments? So you do no. begrudge being nice, and you want to be the bad girl.
0: I don't want. To, I don't want to be the bad girl, <laughs> but I don't. I don't like being nice. I don't know. I think like one time someone had said something of like, "Nice isn't good." Like
1: people, some people say nice is boring. Yeah, right. So that,
0: I guess that's like
1: which, but those people are sociopaths. Yeah, <laughs> All not, of not really. But I just mean it's like they for some reason think. It's like they see nice as being weak or or something like that, where it's like, yeah, but you're not causing any trouble. It's like, why do you want trouble, though, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I think those people are weird and shouldn't be listened to.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) there's, like, a point of, like, nice where it can be perceived as, like, not full, not, like, deep human emotions. Mm. Where it's like, I like if someone is like, oh, okay, maybe she's, like, outwardly nice, but also there's, like, more... But then when you assume that there's like not more. Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, she's just nice. Then it kind I of see. like yeah, no, it right. puts me in a box. hmm
1: I can nice. see that. But nice is still a good thing, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can be real mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what Liz was saying, uh, when she was on yeah. when I was talking to her and she was like well, she didn't sing it exactly like that, but she was saying the same kind of thing, and yeah. you two are like best friends. I
0: think that's why we get each other. <laughs> yeah, because also we like we shit talk a lot when <laughs> we're together, and mm-hmm. it's like kind of freeing, mm-hmm. um, and like neither of us judge it. Or it's like, no, we need we need like an outlet to be mean, <laughs> but also like it's we're so nice, funny, good friends. Though, like
1: what what people consider mean or bad sometimes yeah. is like not really either. <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting that from. It's like that you. uh, What do you consider shit talking?
0: Um, Just like, I don't know, making fun of people.
1: (laughs) I mean, I just feel like it's probably what everyone does. Yeah. You're probably talking the way everyone talks. Fine. And not actually being mean.
0: No. It's mean. (laughs) It's
1: okay all right let me be mean if you're making fun of tiny tim then okay, yeah
0: that's what we spend the, tiny the majority tim of your of our neighborhood
1: time making fun of that kid yeah or a kid like him mm-hmm. then yeah okay mean yeah <laughs> cruel i'm sure it's not as mean as you make it out to be <laughs> but it's so is that the vibe from new hampshire people who are nice and hate it and don't want to be called
0: <laughs> uh no no No. New Hampshire is, well, do you know much about Vermont or Maine?
1: Yeah, a little bit more. I I, I would say much more about those two than Yeah,
0: I feel like we're just like a lesser version Mm -hmm. of those two states. Okay. It's like, we're we're not as nice. We're not as, like, cozy. We're not as fun. We're just kind of like... I don't know. Our trees aren't as good. Our skiing isn't as good. Our maple syrup isn't as good.
1: (laughs) Uh huh. Your ice cream shops aren't as good.
0: No, our ice. We had growing up. There was an ice cream shop called Moose that was near me. Mm -hmm. That was very good.
1: But is it Ben & Jerry's good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say yeah. That's the one thing that that compares to Vermont, like a (laughs) few (laughs) times uh the lobsters is good is mm, the lobster's okay. good all right all right yeah
0: i get like a lobster roll every time i'm home
1: did you go to college in new hampshire
0: i didn't i'm in college now
1: oh um, yeah
0: yeah i i moved to new york right after high school
1: okay yeah and what did you do when you moved to new york
0: i took acting classes at mm-hmm. a conservatory and oh. then just was like working and then started doing improv
1: mm-hmm. um but how long have you been doing that how, like when did you start acting i don't know how old you are, so um well, i'm 26 old. okay uh, so, so like um, eight years ago you started taking acting class.
0: kind of well it was like my senior year of high school i started acting and then i was like this is what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. <laughs> just like um i had been dancing growing up and oh, that's okay. kind of what i wanted to do
1: and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. um yeah but, you're graceful like a dancer is
0: oh th- thank mm-hmm. you <laughs> thank you very much um <laughs> Yeah, I, like, wanted that to be my life, and then, like, for various reasons that didn't work out, and then I, like, didn't believe that I could do it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, acting was a good second option. Mm-hmm. Um So I did... Uh, I didn't do any acting, and my mom's like, if you want to move to the city and not go to college <laughs> to act, you need to, like, do something at, in high school to prove that you... Like want to act, uh-huh. so I auditioned for the play, uh-huh. like the last play. I was fiddler on the roof.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And I played like a backup dancer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so got a lot of acting experience. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Then I just like auditioned for conservatories here.
1: Okay, where did you study?
0: Uh, Michael Howard Studios. Okay. It's like a, a very small little place. Mm-hmm. Um, I auditioned for uh, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Mm-hmm. And uh... Their program is, like, wildly expensive, so... Mm-hmm. And then when I went I, in the so summer... was so expensive that it so,
1: was expensive.
0: It was... Don't!
1: Don't make fun of
0: I was just going to roll on by that and hope that no one listening...
1: All right. No, no. don't shit-talk me later when you're with Liz. Because oh, I did that.
0: I'm, like, already doing all the things
1: I'm going to say. No, so you were in... they were real expensive and so you didn't go there yeah um but it is like i guess one of the more popular ones here i guess
0: so i guess i don't know
1: like what is like the one
0: i don't know either either. yeah
1: i know i hear barrel group a lot
0: yeah yeah um really the only reason i went to this one was because my dad watched he watches like a lot of crime shows a lot of law and order and stuff
1: (laughs) yeah which um, films here
0: yeah, and he would look up the actors that he liked on those shows. And,
1: and they then went there. Tell oh. me,
0: like, oh, like a few of them went to Michael Howard Studios, whatever that is. <laughs> so that's literally the reason why I went there. That's
1: really nice that he was uh, being supportive that way and, like, yeah. even doing some research for you. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they've been, like, they've been pretty supportive. That's good. Also, like, worried, but supportive.
1: That's uh, every parent of uh, an artist. <laughs> they just want you to have health insurance. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like so, they do that. They're fine. Um, so that I think maybe explains your presence on stage. That you did acting before improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you start with improv?
0: At the Acting Conservatory, Armando was like a a teacher for like an improv class, oh, like okay. a one off or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, I like took his workshop there. And then I started, when I was 20, I started at
1: Magnet. So you've been doing that for a while then, like Im- improv as well, like what, yeah. six, six years? Six years, think, yeah. yeah. Um, how did acting before improv inform your improv? Hmm. Or did it?
0: Mm, I guess maybe like... I I don't know. I think I've lost it a little recently, but I think when I started, like, I like to play these really real, like, emotional Mm -hmm. characters, and then it would, based off of whatever situation that came up, you know, like, that exercise where you, like, do a dramatic scene, Mm -hmm. and then the teacher says, like, now do it, but with this, like, funny thing in mind, so it's not, like, a breakup scene now, it's, Mm -hmm. like, you're talking about, like eating something i don't know i don't know what i'm saying i can't improvise right now <laughs> this morning um but you know what i mean yeah just so like, like like
1: change the serious thing into something yeah funny but yeah goofy. you're Not doing serious.
0: it so you're like treating it so real so mm-hmm. i think like that acting and maybe helped with with doing that Mm -hmm. but now i think i've gotten to a place where i like giggle a lot on stage and i don't treat things seriously anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i think that the same has happened with me and um i mean it's just i guess a thing that evolves over time because what can happen if you're being really actor trained about your improv is you start getting too serious in scenes sometimes and yeah. forget the comedy. Yeah. And then when you start saying, like, oh yeah, let me like change let me let me correct this and recalculate, then you can get to a giggly place. Yeah. That's what's happened to me too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Not that I was ever like straight faced with improv, but um, I do break more now than yeah. I did two years ago.
0: Well, the times that I've seen you, I haven't seen you break. Well, thank I you. Like.
1: <laughs> I think it depends on the show and what happens. Sometimes, like, Ian or Julia or Jonathan will do something unexpected, and I'll mm-hmm. just, like... <laughs> I I think I decently hide it well, because yeah. it's not when I'm talking that I break. It's yeah. when like, someone else is talking. Yeah. But I fully break. <laughs> um, <laughs> just no one's looking at me, because I'm not the focal point. Mm-hmm. Um, I like trying to incorporate acting into improv, and I think that's why I, the first time I saw you a couple years ago, I was like, "She's great," because you're, you were, you seem to really be absorbing everything that was happening. Like, if I feel like a lot of times in improv, people are just like trying to like get to another line, a witty line, real quick, and they respond. A lot of times too quickly, in my opinion, yeah, because they don't seem to absorb what's really happening. They're just sort of like taking information and then spewing out whatever they added up in the brain, um, which can get to be like the chess of improv or the math of improv. But you, what I really appreciated and was like a breath of fresh air was someone would say something and you would... Not just like even immediately emotionally respond. It was like you were letting it sink in, like a real person acts. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and then you would say something that was so thoughtful in the moment that I was like, "Oh, that I really like her style because it's this grounding force in the scene." And then you do something silly, and it was like, and you know, here's something super funny to come right after that. Like it was uh, a good thing. So, thank you. I. I I'm not surprised to hear that you were acting first at an acting studio, at a conservatory, no less.
0: Thank you. <laughs> You're That's welcome. So kind. Yeah, I often feel, like, self-conscious about the way that I approach improv because mm-hmm. I like, like, I admire the people who can do the witty things and say,
1: me too, like, the
0: jokes. Like, I, I'm like, I never will be able to do that because I stumble over my words. I, like, I'm very, I'm very reactive, but I'm just not... I'm not, like, intellectually able to to do, like, right now, me trying to explain it to you. (laughs) You're doing fine. Really? It doesn't feel smooth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe that's why I relate to you, um, because I'm absolutely the same way. Like, my favorite improvisers outside of the magnet are, like, Jason Mazzucas or Ben Schwartz, like, people Mm. who are super fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially Ben Schwartz. He's, like, a mile a minute. Yeah. Uh, sort of thinker, and um, I'm not, and I just appreciate that, and wish I could think that quickly mm-hmm. um, and respond with something so like unique as quickly as they do. But <laughs> that's just not who I am, because <laughs> I do like stumble on my words and mm-hmm. and feel like uh, like I just try to be present, but yeah. I, I wish I could think a little quicker about like oh that's the game uh, or whatever like God, i'm not yeah. good at game no, me <laughs> i'm not super good at it um <laughs> but uh, like within the scene maybe like doing a second beat i could come up yeah. with a game centered second beat but within a scene i'm just like i guess i'm too much of an actor about it yeah which is fine which is fine yeah which is like just who i am yeah and all anyone asks me to be at magnet which i appreciate yeah how has that been for you? Like, like studying at Magnet?
0: Good. I mean, I like it a lot because of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, I can't believe that it's been six years. Yeah. There. So <laughs> a lot. Also good. I met uh, Alex Kornfeld the first day of the first class. Oh, yeah. and you guys are best friends best too, friends. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex
1: is the best.
0: Yeah. He's, ridiculous mm-hmm.
1: great and for people who don't know he's, uh, I, i'm on a team with alex cornfield that's yeah. why he's, uh, partly why he's being brought up <laughs> yes because <laughs> <laughs> you know i know him yes um yeah that's that's really great i mean community is such a huge part of magnet mm. um and i guess I guess you didn't see... I mean, were you familiar six years ago with UCB's approach? And did you consider going there or one of the other theaters yeah. that existed at the time?
0: Like, I I wanted to. I just didn't want to yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt comfortable in Armando's class where mm. I was like, okay, I like I know what I'm getting into right. going here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I started the internship program and I was, like, able to, to go through the levels doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, UCB was like, okay, that will that will happen eventually when I feel comfortable enough in my improv and like want to like do something with it, mm-hmm. whatever. Cause it was like, be. were
1: you thinking they're really industry? Yeah. 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 That was yeah.
0: my assumption of it. And then mm-hmm. I've taken a couple classes there and I think like I'll take like one a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't I don't know. I guess like my my want to do something with improv has like kind of faded. Yeah, it's kind of like a silly (laughs) want because I don't even know what that means. Um, Yeah, but I still I guess part of me still wants that.
1: So you mean that improv is is not as like much of a focus anymore? Or you mean improv like like pursuing it as a student to get somewhere? It's not as much of a focus Could you do improv every week uh, i do once I or do. twice a week
0: but i think without the the thing in the back of my mind that's like you like this is how you're going to I see, yeah. do something in comedy whether on tv or whatever mm-hmm. um i think that it was doesn't
1: like, have an end goal anymore
0: no it's just like fun
1: yeah yeah okay yeah, and you're on ADX, Marno Diaz Experience, which is one of the big shows at the theater, mm-hmm. and you're great on it. It's a one of the things I really like about ADX is that the cast are all such different thinkers, mm-hmm. and you all like work so well together. It's not like um, sometimes you can that cannot go well, but it goes really well with with that team. Yeah, um, with that crew. Um, what about? ADX, like, or that particularly the Armando style interests you or, or excites you?
0: Um, well, I love, I love that there's monologues. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like real people's stories, uh, and the, being inspired by them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that the cast is so big and it just like kind of changes every week. Yeah. Um.
1: It's such good people. I mean, like.
0: Yeah.
1: Hannah, Rick. It's Eleanor. intimidating. Yeah. So many good people. In there. Yeah. 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 I would.
0: Yeah. I've been on it for, God, a year and a half? I don't know. I
1: don't know Maybe. either. Why don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You should know.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, f- I feel like I'm only starting to be comfortable. Like, I mm-hmm. think I've... I don't know. It's, it's different than being on a house team where you're, like, bonding all the time. Yeah. And, like, that just makes like, for a comfortable, fun improv show.
1: Right, because this is a weekend show. Yeah. And so it's something where, like, teachers are on the mm-hmm. cast. So it's not something where... I mean, do you rehearse a week?
0: We rehearse, like, every couple weeks uh-huh. at, with Lewis for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, I, like, love those practices, but they're so, like, few. Because everyone's uh-huh. so busy. Right.
1: Um, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, so many people are teachers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're on there. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's an interesting vibe to experience because you do have the fast players who mm-hmm. who uh, think really quickly and go out there and, and do something, and you're still finding your moments as mm-hmm. well within that. And it's not like uh, slowing anything down or speeding anything up. It's everything is just like moving really fluidly. Yeah. Um, with your approach, how have you felt about? that i guess also coupled with this like just now getting comfortable yeah
0: yeah it's like finding your space Mm -hmm. like that is has been like the goal over this time is like as a quiet improviser and person Mm -hmm. to like also not be comfortable yet, and then try to be like, hey, this is what I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And knowing, knowing what you have to offer to the team. I think for a while I was like, I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to laugh on the sidelines and like enjoy. Um, but then like, I feel like each week I try to push myself a little more to mm-hmm. go out in another scene or like give myself that, that space.
1: That's really interesting to hear. I mean, I have felt the same way. But I'm surprised that you feel that way. Yeah? Yeah, because I never would have detected from the audience that you were like a little, feeling a little hesitant. Really? For sure. <laughs> For, yeah, really. I think um, this is one of those weird things about improv where people that you see when you're a student mm-hmm. are just like the big, dogs you know like they're they're the a-listers so to speak and so you look up to them and i mean for a team like that everyone's very talented they have to be to be on that team and they're such exhilarating shows that um you just assume everyone up there is just so confident i guess Whereas when you're in that position and people are like, oh my gosh, you're so good, it's always like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody was sitting in the audience one day during a, a Megawatt, just like to see one of the other hours. Mm-hmm. And some guy I'd never seen before just like turned around and was like, oh, you're so funny, man. You're hilarious. And I was like, huh? Like my, I was like, thank you to him. But in my mind, I was like, what? what? Yeah, and you just don't know like how people in the audience are receiving you. No, Um, and it feels weird for to a certain degree to hear that because in your head you're just seeing like well here are all the things that I wish I was doing that I'm not doing, or here are the things that I wish I was stronger at, Mm. and uh, here are the things that I'm real bad at that I keep doing. (laughs) Like those are those are the things in my mind all the time. So when somebody says some sort of compliment so i guess you're having that same experience and you you, you're like huh yeah (laughs) i'm just trying to figure this out what do you mean i'm a a varsity player (laughs) varsity (laughs) i've
0: never been varsity in anything um yeah i think we all feel that way too i think that's kind of helped get more comfortable is like talking i hope i'm not like outing justin but justin (laughs) anderson like i remember i talk to him about not being comfortable i think mm-hmm. with like xavier too where it's like it took a long time and still it's like but then if we really think about it even our our bad shows are like fine yeah <laughs> yeah
1: honestly yeah. like they're still better than a lot of shows like you know it's really like quote-unquote bad because i haven't seen an adx show that was like this is bad improv mm-hmm. <laughs> like i've not seen that how do people get more confidence is it talking about it like you were saying
0: Oh, God. I don't have the answer to that. I'm still, like, not a super confident person. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I think just, like, yeah, just talking about it with other people and just, like, realizing you're not alone in whatever you're feeling about yeah. your insecurities in improv. Yeah. And also, like not taking it so seriously i think that <laughs> has a helped a, balance, a lot isn't it yeah because
1: it's like you want it's it's something you're passionate about and yeah. want to be good at and something you love yeah. so yeah there is like this level of of having some sort of serious approach i guess to learning more yeah. and, and studying but there's this thin line between that and taking it too seriously oh, yeah. where it's not fun for you mm-hmm. and you're not getting better and it's like a bad show can like ruin your night oh, or week week yeah yeah um i think i guess another thing that i've experienced is just like having camaraderie with your team can help because then you're just like hey we're all in this together yeah
0: <laughs> yeah a couple years ago i was definitely taking it so seriously and after shows i'd feel like absolutely shit and um then like our whole team would be down and it was like a terrible like domino we just all like feel like awful about doing some silly like butt jokes or whatever um yeah i think i think it like helped to have somebody at, at the community kind of like tell me like D- don't like i think it was nick Canella's like had a sit-down talk with me. Oh, yeah? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, relax.
1: It's, it's <laughs> fun. fine. It's, it's going yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny how much that can happen, where that can come from. Because it's like, Nick Canales is one of the the huge people in the theater, yeah. being uh, half of trike. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, what should we take seriously, then? <laughs> <laughs> if we can't take seriously the thing that we want to spend all of this time on.
0: It's a balance. It's
1: a balance. <laughs> Speaking of balance, okay. I feel like balance is a big part of dance. It
0: is. <laughs> Ooh, great segue. Great.
1: Best segue of the podcast yeah, ever.
0: We should end it there.
1: Yeah, there it is. Uh, no, but you did dance. You mentioned that before. And you do a improv dance show.
0: Yeah, a couple of times I've done that. Um,
1: and that's something Hannah Chase runs,
0: both of us, yeah. Oh, both you both of us, run it. Okay. Uh, made it and directed it. Um, okay,
1: yeah. yeah. It's, that's what I originally thought when you said you've done it a couple of times. I yeah. thought, oh, but I thought it'd been going on more than a couple of times. Yeah. Um, um,
0: yeah. Do you want to do it?
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't dance. That's
0: the whole point of it. Oh, like none interesting. Of, like, there's a few people on the team that have dance experience. Charlie
1: Nicholson was on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Previous guest. Uh, Alex Kornfeld's also person. on it. Oh, I don't cool. think
0: he would call himself a dancer. No, I don't
1: know that he would. He um, flosses a lot.
0: He does. He does.
1: He flosses. Oh, God.
0: He does do that <laughs> a lot. He should stop doing that. <laughs> should he? It's old now. It's old news.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> what? It's if,
1: a good workout. If
0: he, yes. If he wants to do it, he can do
1: it. I, th- I think it's a quintessentially... Alex Cornfield at this point to floss. Is that what he did, the dance no, impression? No,
0: he didn't do any flossing in the show. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, no, it's like
1: You gotta have him back then. Yeah. So he can floss. So in the he show. can floss. But it's improv, just let it come naturally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't force the flossing. <laughs> don't force the
1: flossing. What explain the show to me. Sure. So I is is there just no talking? It's just all no. dance.
0: No. It's like a a herald form and you mm-hmm. there's improvised scenes, mm-hmm. but then um, music or the cast can like create music mm-hmm. um, and you kind of like flow in and out of the scene into dance. Mm-hmm. So then hopefully you're like dancing whatever emotion or like even the plot you'll like dance out the plot of the scene. And then when the music fades back, you like go back into the improv scene kind of with that heightened emotion, okay. maybe your body, changed a little bit um i just like like physical comedy and i'd like,
1: love to see this show the, what i've seen online were just like little snippets and it was just dancing so mm-hmm. i didn't know that there was also like yeah just straight up improv in there, there. is that's very cool
0: yeah it's fun it's, it's silly and fun um yeah i wanted like a little project to do too uh-huh. um,
1: where were you running those at
0: um, the practices were at this place called Battery Dance and then we've we've done shows at Magnet and the Pit.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. That's very cool. What can you say about how dance affects the improv? Like how how do you approach that?
0: Kind of go along with what I said like the the physicality will like change your character or mm. the scene or like just like adds a, a funny element. Or, like, it kind of can surprise you, like, whatever your body wants to do.
1: And that is for the beginning and end of the scene?
0: It's, like, all over the place. So oh, okay. There's, like, group dances that are just dances, and then in, the, in mm-hmm. the scene, sometimes it will start with the dance, then transition into an actual improv scene. But there's, like, it kind of... It, I tra- kind of had, like, a really big structure when we started, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of, like, whenever they want to dance, mm-hmm. so it's kind of free...
1: That's very interesting. It's interesting to me because I think physicality can be easily overlooked in improv because mm-hmm. it can be so cerebral. It could be all about like, what can I create and think yeah. of? But it is a really good tool to have to use your body to inspire what you say. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that's not utilized enough. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's would have to be utilized entirely almost for yeah. your show. Yeah.
0: And it's hard. It works your brain in a different way mm-hmm. to like transition from dance to saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a little brain
1: teaser. Whenever I've done uh, exercises, they weren't dance exercises, but they were like physicality uh, was like the main point to inspire the scene. Mm-hmm. It's always helped it flow really well. Because I guess it's like a full body sort of thing. Like you're using yeah. your whole body to express, mm-hmm. and that just feels good to do. Yeah, uh, it feels really refreshing. Um, and I and maybe that again is goes back to like the acting sort of thing where you are using your whole like good actors use their whole body. Yeah. Um, especially in stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that is why i'm so interested in hearing more about this show and seeing this show yeah are you putting it up anytime soon
0: um hopefully yeah we kind of like a break for the holidays but mm-hmm. then when i and i'm away for all of january but when i come back i was gonna like
1: see you're away for all of january mm-hmm. where are you going I'm
0: going to hong kong and vietnam
1: oh wow what what is going on
0: um well my one of my best friends lives in hong kong mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go visit her and then liz and i are going to uh vietnam for a week and then i'm spending a week in another part of vietnam by myself just interesting the because I, I just needed to get away in between semesters at school so oh i see just kind of mm-hmm. thought this was a fun thing <laughs> i do i go i I just kind of am very impulsive, and I like uh-huh. buy tickets to to go places, and then I'm like, "Oh, shit! I have to pay for this."
1: And yeah. <laughs> you don't regret having to go. You regret. Yeah. The the uh, reality of yeah. money in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be great. Have you been there before?
0: I've been to Hong Kong. I mm-hmm. lived in Hong Kong for a little. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, for like six months, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I have never been to Vietnam, mm-hmm. but I I figure like every couple of years I want to go visit my friend, mm-hmm. so I'll like go to Hong Kong and then go someplace else that I haven't been. Like I would like to go to Malaysia, mm-hmm. want to go to Laos, mm-hmm. but like Vietnam yeah. was was this trip.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's really that's really cool. How do you use travel to inform your life or even, you know, your improv? Mm,
0: um,
1: or do you do that?
0: I don't know. I think. It's like the adventure some part of myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel weird saying this, but it's like <laughs> I feel like a little brave, like traveling by myself uh-huh. and like just like doing it. And I guess um, like there's that part of me that's like made me want to do improv and like be on stage as like mm-hmm. an introvert. Um, there is like a a brave element. I hate that I'm saying. I feel like gross saying that.
1: Saying that you're brave. Yes. <laughs> I think it's because so many people. Uh, put themselves on a pedestal on social media sometimes by saying mm. like I'm brave but I mean it is it does take bravery to say like I'm gonna go to Hong Kong for a month. I'm gonna spend a little time in another country alone. And it's it's to me that you trying to be trying to put yourself out there mm. and try you know, you're trying to enhance your bravery. So I don't think it's a bad thing to say. Okay. Yeah, you're not like. It doesn't sound like you're putting yourself on a pedestal. I'm to me.
0: great. <laughs> Look at me and what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think you're fine. Don't worry about it. I don't feel bad saying it. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I think if that if that applies to improv, mm-hmm. that's that's how.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, people tell you to live a life, a full life.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, meeting lots of different people. I'm definitely, like, a, a people watcher, too. Oh, I yeah, like yeah, So you like, can
1: talk that shit when you're with Yeah, the or, <laughs> no, or improvise as I'm them, <laughs>
0: be a character.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. you, when you people watch, you file it in your brain to try to be that person?
0: A little. Like, I don't actively, like, when I go out into a scene, like, I'm going to play this person. You don't
1: be that lady <laughs> I saw at the donut shop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think, like, subconsciously. Like, mm-hmm. I'll I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, that's funny like that's so specific the way that they're moving their hands Mm. and i will be like find myself doing that in a scene
1: (laughs) that's interesting i'm a people watcher and i Mm -hmm. i did it to inform that side of me like the actor side of me but i don't know that it's translated as much Uh, maybe it has more than i realize but who really knows but uh maybe that's it maybe it's is it that you're thinking it out you're processing it out and that's how it ends up in your improv that when mm. you see them you're like oh that's interesting because of this or, or whatever is that
0: yeah i hmm. guess so yeah it's more like yeah it's like anything physical mm-hmm. so then i think once i like improvise with that physicality mm-hmm. i'm like kind of like discovering my idea of that person
1: mm-hmm. um because i'm just a big noticer yeah. Like, if I'm on the train and I see a couple, it's like, they look like they're in this sort of conversation and, mm. and this sort of stage in their relationship. But I don't go any deeper than that. So I don't know that it always sticks. It might. So maybe I need to just be like, oh, that's interesting. That's funny how they're moving their hands. Mm-hmm. Like you maybe,
0: do. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, like, write it down mm-hmm. and then, like, forget about it. Mm. And then do some improv.
1: Or maybe I could take a video of them and then watch it right before it was shown. Oh, I'm not supposed to do that. They catch you. I know, yeah. No, I'm
0: kidding. Then they're like, what are you doing with that
1: video? Nothing. It's for improv. It's improv. Uh, I'm an actor. I can do this. (laughs) And uh, they they beat me up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen TJ and Dave's DVD.
0: Yes, yeah, Yeah.
1: Because they were... They, part of the reason they walk around together and then go their separate ways to walk around is so they can absorb what's going on, and that mm-hmm. finds its way into their improv. Yeah. But I think they are, like, actively thinking about it. Yeah. Or, act, you know, more actively watching, which I am not as, as active as you or they are.
0: I'm, I'm not on their level. <laughs> their level's
1: like, whoa. Yeah. Who's on their level? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I just mean like in the people watching. Part. Yeah, you know that's like, what I
0: mean too. Oh, you're not think... even on their level. On... I don't think they I'm observe not... some. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They're interesting. I guess it's just from, from like 30 years of doing improv. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it's forever. <laughs> yeah, even longer for for uh, Dave. Wow. He started, I think, mid 80s. Oh boy. Do you
0: think that we will still be doing improv for that long?
1: I don't know maybe I started too late cuz he started real young. Mm. I think anyone who started young has that opportunity. But who knows? Who knows what's going to be the hot thing to do in 10 years? Maybe it's TikTok. Everyone's going to be on TikTok instead of TikTok improv.
0: is for the young. <laughs> I went on it <laughs> Cause I like heard about it. Mm-hmm. What is this new thing mm-hmm. that the kids are doing? And then I went on. I was like, Oh, I'm way too old to be watching this stuff. Like, this is a
1: bunch of fourteen year olds. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they're all doing. There's like one where they they like sit behind uh, the kitchen counter and then they just like put water bottles. And then, like the per- other person's, like, why is this water bottle here? And they put it in the fridge. And then they turn back around. There's another water bottle. I was like, what? and I, I, I was scrolling, and that came up multiple times. Like, would do people just copy each other's video? Like, they're like, oh, this is a funny, but nearly not that funny thing. <laughs> Then I haven't haven't looked at it since.
1: I've not been on TikTok. I've just seen certain videos. Whatever videos got real big Mm -hmm. that people put on other social media. Those are the ones I've seen.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder if it's going to go out like Vine.
0: I I don't know. It seems pretty popular. Yeah, it's true. Well, well, Vine was popular, too. It was. I don't remember how that went out.
1: I got a Vine account, but I didn't really end up using it. And then um, I kind of hated the culture of Vine. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad that it (laughs) died because it really wasn't good for comedy. Six second videos, it seems like maybe you could do something like uh, a comic strip in video form, Mm. but it wasn't good because people's rhythm, they would force a rhythm for anything that wasn't just like a random bit. Like, Bat Dad was great because... It was a two second thing. It worked better because it's like this is a random bit that I do, Mm. Um, or if someone's just doing something crazy, like running through a store and screaming something. It's like okay, you know. But when it was somebody trying to do basically a meme, yeah, um, it didn't work because they would because of the length of time they had that constraint, they had to like say it, say whatever joke they had in an unrealistic rhythm that totally screwed up the comedy.
0: And comedy is all timing. Right. (laughs) So it
1: was like, this is awful. (laughs) This person is talking so unnaturally, you can tell that they're rushing just to get it out in time. And it's not funny. And I hated it. Um, and it was really just like the people who did well. It was just like they won a popularity contest. Yeah. Like that was really all it was. It, was like, it wasn't that they were so good at comedy. They were just the prettiest or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, they're not funny. <laughs> but they're doing super well on Vine. There are a couple of people who are like seem interesting. But they, they did well on YouTube as well. Because oh. they could do more than six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, there are a lot of things on uh, online comedy that I hate yeah but we don't have to get it. <laughs> See, that's is that the kind of shit talking you do with Liz? Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. See, that's not me.
0: No, that's I mean, mean, we can get we can get more. Um,
1: that was pretty
0: good. All right, all right, you can like join us for a shit talking. We're session. supposed
1: to be joining each other for donuts. I know, and it's not happened, and it's all Liz's. I fault.
0: I agree. I do think it's Liz's fault because she has like responded once to that chat. Which is surprising because if donuts are brought up, usually she's like so game. But well, I guess I she know. just
1: doesn't want to hang out with me. Yeah, it's you. Maybe I'm the problem. Um, you all, you two, have this food blog that you do, mm-hmm. and you're thinking of making it a podcast.
0: Yes, we we desperately want it to be a podcast.
1: <laughs> you just don't know how to make it into a podcast. Yes, yeah,
0: so if you have any like tips and tricks,
1: I mentioned some things to her um for the blog what's the name of the food blog again uh
0: liz and anna eat out new york
1: right and um <laughs> as you very bashfully say <laughs> that sweet new hampshire gal no um that uh so the idea is that you're trying different foods in all these different restaurants and places yeah and it's like talking a, about how you feel about it
0: kind of like a travel blog too yeah and it's, just kind of us we're both like very emotional and like love just like deep chats so it's like sharing food and then like stories and meeting people through traveling so like when we go to vietnam like the hope is that we'll like you know, meet some people and like yeah, do some like eat, cooking adventures. Yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah.
1: That'd be really great for the vlog. I think that can translate really well. I mean, it's TV shows are doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a lot of the travel channel shows are. People just yeah. going to another country and eating the food. That's
0: what we want. <laughs> we want to have our own little
1: show. Yeah. I mean, that's what Anthony Bourdain did. Yeah. You know, he was going to all these different places. And, uh, I think that could be a really interesting podcast. So, you know, in the new year,
0: yeah, yeah. I think we just need to like regroup in the new year, mm-hmm. and, like actually do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're in school now. What are you in school for?
0: Um, I've been doing my undergrad, so uh, just kind of like taking a lot of core classes um, and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what it is I want to do. I think I've kind of settled on because I do like love food, mm-hmm. um, kind of going into like health and nutrition sciences or like public health. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, but like having a, like if I became a nutritionist, it'd be like, like body positive, like intuitive eating. Like I would like, especially with my history of like eating stuff, um, like eating problems, eating disorder stuff. Uh, like I want to like reclaim that and kind of like be, be like a helpful nutritionist. That's not like, don't, don't eat that. Mm-hmm. Like have, have, I want to be like, have a donut. Like, enjoy food. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a healthier
1: way about it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, people can have these things. There are people, well, like Liz is a good example Mm -hmm. of someone who uh, is enjoying all the foods Mm -hmm. and is still fit. You know what I mean? Um, So I need to find the healthy balance because I need to drop some LBs Mm. off this B-E-double-L-Y of mine. good spelling <laughs> <Wow>. um <laughs> but I, I i bring it up because i i'm wondering what your opinion is on cheat days i hear mm. people like the rock always talks about how like sunday is his big cheat day um what is is that even a healthy approach
0: i i don't think so i mean i feel like partly it's like if that works for him and he's happy with that Mm -hmm. that's great like for me I can't do that like I need Mm -hmm. to like eat what I want to eat but also like recognize after how I feel Um, I'm like more of that person where it's like yeah if if I want to have that slice of pizza like i'm gonna eat it but i also like recognize if i have like three like me and dairy are not great friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's gonna i'm not gonna be happy like what what is the the happy balance for me okay and then also it's like yeah i like i like eating lots of like good and healthy foods too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah just It's taken a long time to, like, find balance, and I still, like, struggle with that, which is, like, I think why I want to study it more, too.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, for me, it's that, like, once I have it, then the next day I'm going to want it to, you know, if Mm -hmm. I have, like, a dessert tonight, there's a chance that tomorrow I'll be craving it. So, I guess sugar does that to people. Yeah, yeah. So, I I don't want to do the cheat day thing. Yeah. Um... Because I don't want to go hog wild. <laughs> um, plus, it's not really, I don't think it's like, it'd be hard to have a lifestyle. Like, it works for The Rock because he has a very strict program. Yeah. To, like, work out the way he, ha- he works out. Like, it's all very strict. Eating yeah. and working out is all very, very strict. Um, but for me, like, who doesn't have that <laughs> um, uh, and, and doesn't have a desire to have that. Yeah. There are days during the week where it's like, oh, let's go grab drinks to, to hang out. And it's just like Tuesdays, like oh, but it's not my cheat day. Should I have beer? You know, I don't want to yeah. live that lifestyle no, either.
0: That's not fun, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Like, fine. like, what are your your like big weaknesses? Like, what what is the th- the things that you want?
1: Probably sugary dessert, like you know the the desserts, mm-hmm. the beers the beers all the beers <laughs> um yeah those are the main ones because it's it's the ipas that i like and those have a lot of sugar mm. so it's still just sugar it's yeah. probably i have a sweet tooth so yeah there's nothing
0: wrong with
1: that I, that's my weakness that's my big weakness yeah one thing that you mentioned and it seems like a a, re- a recurring theme mm-hmm. in... uh and a new um, is the the emotion you have with with eating mm. like you know you like to eat something and be really emotional about the response you have to it, mm. which is sounds like your approach to improv as well uh, something happens and you have like an emotional sort of thought process to it um, maybe that's what a New Hampshire person is <laughs> I'm gonna find it out. Um, no, but that's really interesting. Is, is that also something that you incorporate with dancing?
0: Uh, what?
1: The uh, emotional side. Like, is that something that...
0: Yeah. I mean, everything.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm Just, like, I'm a feely feely mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, food, movement, all those things, like, I associate with something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, like, I taste something I, like, remember, like, a memory or, like, when mm-hmm. I'm moving, like... I don't know. I just I've always felt great like expressing myself through movement is because it's easier for me than talking is. Mhm. Um if that I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Can this podcast be a video of me dancing?
1: <laughs> no, that's interesting, though. I, I I appreciate that. I think uh, I see I'm like learning a lot of new things about and it's like it's not the, even so much. I'm learning new things. It's that I'm learning deeper things about what I already witnessed and noticed mm-hmm. about you. So it's interesting to to like pick your brain about all this. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think so because I've I genuinely uh, have appreciated your your improv on stage. Thank you. And you've taught a little, right? Oh
0: yeah. yeah. I've done some workshops. I did like some dance Mm -hmm. improv workshops and then Mm -hmm. a character workshop at magnet oh then i coached for a few years
1: your character approach like how does anna new teach someone to approach character
0: Uh, when i did that workshop i did like again like lots of physical stuff so Mm -hmm. like starting with some sort of physicality or Mm -hmm. like voice Mm -hmm. uh, and then seeing where that takes you instead of like coming up with like a, a line or an idea mm-hmm. of like oh this type of person because that's not something like that's something like a workshop I'd like to take from somewhere else mm-hmm. someone else but like for me how I approach characters is like how I taught it mm-hmm. um yeah which is mostly just like body like what what's your posture
1: mm-hmm. like where, and what does that say what does it mean yeah yeah
0: how does it make how does it how make, make you, you feel? feel yeah yeah like when I'm like right now just kind of like slumped like I. Like notice a change in the way I talk and mm-hmm. like confidence level but if like if I, if I was like this I feel I could be someone else
1: ah that's good yeah the reoccurring theme of emotion in, in how you're approaching so that's really great well we've reached the end of the imp- uh, of the episode of the improv we've reached the end of the improv it's over now okay. uh, improv is over everyone shut it down no we've reached the end of the episode. What is something that we can create together? Oh. Um, based on what we've talked about, um, it'd be hard on audio to do something <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, dance wise. What's something that's coming to mind for you? Uh, we talked so much about emotion and how it mm. informs what you do. And we also talked about people watching. Uh, what is maybe an exercise we can? talk out or do or or something involving one of those or both of those that we can figure out or we can just do a scene
0: we could we could do a scene where we're people watching talking about what they're doing physically
1: (laughs) okay but we don't have anyone to people watch
0: That improv is all made up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but what will inspire us in those scenes? We're just making a. (laughs)
0: Look it. There's a. You have like a bottle here here. and like a Snoopy. And a Snoopy. So so these are two people. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's two people on the train across from us.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. They um. They look happy, but they don't look. Together.
0: Yeah, do you think they are? They, maybe they're just sitting really close to one another.
1: Yeah, maybe they don't know each other. Maybe he's so. He is grinning ear to ear.
0: I, I, just, I can't look away.
1: <laughs> I can't either. He is grinning ear to ear.
0: He's so. Is he listening he to may something?
1: Not, oh, maybe he is. Uh, look, no. He doesn't
0: have any earbuds No in. earbuds in.
1: Do you think it's just because he's next to her?
0: Oh my god. She is adorable. Yeah. That little. Bow tie?
1: You're very put together. Yeah. Is that a cape?
0: It is a cape. <laughs> oh, my God. He's wearing a cape. He's wearing a Christmas cape.
1: Maybe that's what he like. that's what's making him grin.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. It's it's SantaCon, so he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing a Santa. He's just kind of... <laughs> he is. He could just be out maybe of it. He's, he's
1: drunk. He's drunk. He's a drunk. Um, oh, the train's stopping. Hang on. Let's see if one of them leaves.
0: Oh, they're making eye contact. <laughs> they're not leaving.
1: Okay. It looks like they just met.
0: Yeah. Interesting. His nose is dripping.
1: Yeah, he is drunk. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I'm just observing. Mm-hmm. I'm just people watching over here.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> just, like, has his hands right on his thighs. Mm-hmm. Like, glued.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet she appreciates that.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just like uh, I'm show
1: you my hands. <laughs> I'm not gonna even accidentally Mm-mm. brush up against you. No.
0: But like, know that I'm.
1: Do women appreciate that when a guy's like, I'm keeping, I'm making a concerted effort to keep my hands to myself and away from you. <laughs> yeah. Because you could just accidentally rub up against somebody in a you know yeah, crowded no. subway. I
0: definitely appreciate it. I appreciate when like thighs are together, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. spread apart hands are like no man spreading no man spreading Mm -hmm. like i even like it if someone has like a hood on their jacket that kind of feels like flopped over to the side and you like notice it touches you and they're like oh and they kind of sweep it Mm -hmm, mm it's like oh yeah this we are such cramped space Mm -hmm. it's nice to have that like i
1: keep my hands where people can see them in in a crowded space sometimes i pick them up (laughs) like a doctor right like (laughs) a doctor and you know walk away because If I have my hands by my side, I can accidentally, back of my hand, hit them, touch them, you know, and I don't want that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them, if like my bag or jacket or my person in general uh, hits them somewhere, Mm -hmm. I want them to see, well, my hands are up here, so don't worry. I wasn't doing anything weird.
0: Yeah, you're not being weird at all.
1: (laughs) Here it is. (laughs) Well, thanks for being on the podcast, Anna. Thank you. (laughs) what positive vibes she is so great to be around and it was really helpful to hear how she approaches scene work because I'm so inspired by her I just wanted to know how she got into that headspace and I hope it was edifying for you like it was for me if you want to follow her food blog with previous guest Liz Migliaccio you can you can go to Liz and Anna eat out new york.com you can also follow them on Instagram at Liz and Anna eat out New York follow her as well at Anna C new and you can follow us on Instagram instagram twitter and facebook at there it is pod and don't forget we have a comedy lifestyle newsletter offering tips on life comedy and health to help make life pursuing comedy a little bit easier subscribe to it will ya links for all this in the bio we have one more episode coming at you next week and it's the christmas episode until next time be good to each other